What's wrong with you? What's wrong? You started it. You okay? I'm fine. Bro, okay. Sorry, we're recording. Be professional. Get your shit together, okay? <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome back to this week's podcast. Of Gruesome Bacon. Bacon. I'm Alex. And I'm John. Ah, how are you guys been? Hope y'all are doing okay and looking forward to the clubs opening back up. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. We're literally talking about, like, when the clubs open back up, we're going to be so freaking excited to be, you know, at, yeah. at the very first, at the very front of the line. I know. You know, John here hasn't been to the clubs in years, and now this bizatch is missing the clubs. Not really. You it's, are it's missing. More, I'm going to drag him there. It's more like there. you are. I am. Yeah. I'm going to drag him there, basically. Yeah, like, you know, imagine those freaking Gen Z kids or like like, like oh the god. ones that are turning like hey, Oh my god, I'm like nineteen stuff, now. I can try. Yeah. They're like, Oh my god, we're gonna have so much fun. Like, I'm sorry, but the millennials, yo, we need a brock out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be like, like we need a party. <laughs> be like, uh sorry kids, what the fuck are you doing here? You're nineteen, it's like perfect. This is grown folk business. <laughs> <laughs> or it's more like uh, kids, what are you do- what, what are you doing here? You're 19. That's it's grand. It's past your okay. bedtime. Go, go home. Go back to TikTok. <laughs> go to LCBO, get some beers, and then hang out at a bridge and drink like every other 19 year old. Exactly. You know, go to your lame ass party with your friends. Okay, just don't don't yeah. hang around here. But speaking of drinking, you know what I love to get tacos and burritos. Oh my god. Yeah, after I drink. Really? Yeah. That's your drunk food. Yeah. Because, okay, the place that I usually used to go to, it's, okay, this is not sponsored by them or anything, but it was a place called Bar 244. Bar 244. Oh, my God, in Adelaide. Yo, that used to be my spot, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a place close by that used to sell the best freaking burritos. Oh, my God. I don't remember the name. I haven't been there in years, honestly. Okay, they're probably not around anymore, you know, with what's going on here in Toronto. Really good. Really good food. Guess what's my drunk food? What? Dim sum. <laughs> dim sum, bro. Me and my friends, we always go to dim sum, dim sum after um, mm. having a night of drinking. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I haven't had in a long time? You brought up dim sum, but I'm thinking about the soup dumplings. Soup bao. Oh, yes. So good. So good. But I'm always that dumbass that just puts the whole thing in her mouth and the broth and is in And burn the shit of your fucking inners. <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> Bitch, you know you're supposed to buy a hole and kind of, like, let the steam out first, and then you have, nah, like, one bite, that's right? The, that's what, like, opening your mouth, like, <gasps> like when you chew. That's what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Civilized. Civilization at its finest. Speaking of, uh, you know, Hispanic food. Yeah? What's your favorite? What's my favorite? Yeah. Sofia Vergara. <laughs> Bruh! <laughs> you swung the other way. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Actually, not gonna lie, Sofia Vergara. I was top tier. Dude. Top tier. Like 100%, I'm down for her. Right? No, okay. Two women I'm 100% down for Sofia mm-hmm. Vergara. Mm-hmm. And guess who is the second? Taylor Swift. No. Uh, Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, are you talking about any Puerto Rican? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. Who? Diva. Penelope Cruz? No. no. She's Mexican, right? No, J-Lo. Uh, she's okay. <gasps> <laughs> Bitch, you I didn't know, go I there. haters, but I mean, like. She's fucking dropped at court. Like, cor- sure, she's Jenny from the block, but. Jenny. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
like, you sound like you guys know each other. You guys are, yeah, we're just no, like, no, we don't like, we're like sad at cocktail bodies, like, you know? Gorgeous like, gorgeous and everything, mm. but I don't know. Like, okay, you want to know who my crush is? Who? That she is just so... Amelia Clark? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cute, I mean, though. she's, uh, she's her she's own person. She's cute, though. Uh, no, not... <laughs> <laughs> she's British. She's cute. She's Okay. Okay. But um, other than Sofia Vergara, I'll give you one guess. White? No, no, no. She's Hispanic. Has- Hispanic. Oh, my God. And I believe she is Mexican. I'll give you a hint. She played Frida Kahlo. I have no idea who you're talking about. Selma Hayek. What the? F- oh. I love her. Oh, that's who you're turning gay for, eh? Anyway, enough about haughty talk. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right, today's story, we're going to a different continent. We're going to South America. Are we going where I think we're going? Where do you think we're going? The home of, of Sofia Vergara. We're going to Colombia, and yeah, I'm going to talk about one of the most notorious Colombian serial killer okay. in Colombia history, and... Well, at the end of this fucking story, you're going to be freaking livid. I guarantee you are going to be like so livid. You're going to want to punch this dude. All right. Side note, though. Yeah. It's about food again. I'm really sorry. Colombia food. Amazing. Their hot chocolate with the cheese in it. Top tier. All right. Yes. End of discussion. I approve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's dive right into this story. Yes, guys. please. So today's story, we're going all the way back to the 1990s. Why are you laughing? Far away. Well, it's the 1990s. To the olden days. (laughs) The the golden days. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta throw it back for the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, I hate crime. You know, crimes that's done to kids. I think everybody hates that. That's just so fucking brutal. Because it's so sad. Because it's like you think about all the life they have to live, and somebody's cutting it short. You and somebody I mean? just it's take very, it away from them, you it's know? It's very heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. So this story is going to frustrate you so much. Okay. It's going to freaking bring chills to your bones. Shivers down my spine? Yes. All right. Okay. Let's so let's get into the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Enough talk already. <laughs> All right. So, Quiet ain't no bad talk. In February 1998, outside of the town of Genova, mm-hmm. Colombia, mm-hmm. The naked bodies of two children were found laying right next to each other on a hill. What the hell? Yep. I already don't like this. Mm-hmm. I already... You kind of know where this is heading to, right? Yep. It's... The next day, mm-hmm. just when you think this is over, this is it. Yeah. The next day, another child's naked body was also found in the same area, just meters away from the original discovery site. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And all three bodies had their hands bound mm-hmm. and bores of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. No. All three victims' necks mm-hmm. were severely cut, almost decapitated. Oh, my God. With bruises all over their backs, mm-hmm. genitals, mm-hmm. and butts. Shoot. Now it is certain that those kids were definitely sexually yeah, assaulted yeah. before they were brutally murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah. With this, mm-hmm. the police finally got into investigation. The, okay, I'm going to explain the reason why I say finally. Mm-hmm. But 
on this matter, they're mm-hmm. pretty speedy. So yeah. they got into the investigation right away. Mm-hmm. So luckily, after searching around the area, they found the weapon, like just not so far away from the, um, from the hill where they discovered yeah. the bodies. Mm-hmm. After a closer look at the weapon, mm-hmm. they found a note with an address written on it. The hell? Yeah. So the person literally dropped it. It's kind of and like they meant for them to find it. I feel like it's almost this person wants to be they, found. Yeah, you know, wants That's what to it be sounds like like wants to be caught. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're gonna you're gonna get further infuriated. Oh my god. You okay? You want me no, to fan you no, a little bit? Okay. 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 Right. So after some thorough police work, the police eventually traced the address to a woman who mm-hmm. is currently residing there. Yeah. With her kid. Okay. After speaking with the woman, they realized that this piece of evidence they found, mm-hmm. this weapon, mm-hmm. might belong to her boyfriend at the time. So this lady okay. was seeing someone at the time. Mm-hmm. So the boyfriend's name is Luis Garavito. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry to sidetrack. Um, like, what kind of weapon was it? Like a knife? I think it's uh like a like a hammer. Okay. Yeah. A hammer. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Continue. Like, like. This motherfucker smashed the kid's head. Yeah. Oh, of God. course, you know, the police asked to speak to Garavito, you know, because yeah. the lady knows who that is, right? Mm-hmm. However, according to the woman, she had not seen her boyfriend for months. This was her boyfriend? It was her boyfriend. They they were seeing each other, like, on a regular basis. Like, they were mm-hmm. dating straight up. However, he just freaking left her, like, ghosted her. F- yeah. And she didn't see him. Like, what she didn't see heck? him for a month. Mm-hmm. However, she gave the police a bag. Yeah. So, this Lewis guy mm. left a bag before he left her. Okay. And after... What, had, op- like, a getaway bag or something? No. You're going to find out what's in this bag. So, the okay. girl, obviously, she's like, oh, my gosh. So, this might be, you know, mm-hmm. this is definitely not my weapon. Mm-hmm. So, it might be my boyfriend's. And I haven't seen him for a month. Mm-hmm. So, this is what he left me before he left. Okay. There you go. She handed over the bag, mm-hmm. right? After opening this bag, the police discovered some some of his personal belongings. Yeah. Yeah. You want to guess what's in there? Maybe like clothes or Mm-mm. like a, a passport to like run away. Mm-mm. This bag mm-hmm. includes several pictures of young boys, My naked God. pictures he of had young child boys. Pornography mm-hmm. in his bag. And a detailed journal of his murders. Oh, my God. Like, he logged every single murder he's committed. Scrapbooking? What the hell's wrong with him? Kind of like that. It's almost... Oh, oh, you know what? At this point, it's almost a solid proof that this is their dude. Oh, like, for sure. It's a freaking, you know, confession. Straight up. guilty. 100%. So, along with the pictures and the journal in his bag... They also found some bills of this dude. Okay. Like, it's, it just sounds so nonchalant. <laughs> yeah. You know, like some random shit, you know, laying around with the evidence of, yeah. of the crimes, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to put clothes. I'm going to put, uh, you know, my bills. I'm going to put child pornography in my journal. Yep, totally. Goddamn monster. Yeah. And this is solid proof for the murders. So mm-hmm. the police instantly found Garvito's residence and attempted to apprehend him. Yeah. However... When they got to the house, the house was actually vacant. Mm-hmm. So the police was suspect uh, was suspecting that he was either traveling for work mm-hmm. or actively looking for his next victim. Eventually, 
Garvita was picked up by the local police a few days later on April 22nd for a totally unrelated attempt rape. Wow. Against a boy just just randomly down the street. The during hell? this yeah, during this attempt, a homeless man was close enough to see the struggles between him and the boy. Yeah. And obviously it's it I I, I just can't wrap my head around it. Like mm-hmm. it's so random. He literally just, he just did it in broad daylight, like tried broad to. Broad daylight on the street. Yeah. He sees this boy and decides, hey, I want him. I want to fuck him. Oh my god. He goes over just to like try to like rip his freaking shirt apart and just try to like he tries oh to do my it there. Oh god. Yeah. That's but, terrifying. I know. That's, that's, like, isn't it about, whack? Forget about like being a bystander, like walking on the street and seeing this happen. But as that child, yeah, holy crap, he must have been like terrified. I know, right? Like, like anybody it, would be terrified. It's so fucking in whack. In broad daylight. Yeah. My God. That's why. That, that that's why he did. Yeah. But thanks for this good Samaritan. Yeah. This homeless guy, right? He was. He was. Thank God. He was. He was close enough to see the whole thing. Yeah. He was. Oh my God. This is not right. Mm-hmm. Like this is definitely not. You know, a father and son. Yeah. Why would a father like you know try to undress your kid on the street? In that's public. Yeah. In public. That's just inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And he decides it is necessary for him to jump in to help the kid. Yeah. And he jumped in. And tackled this motherfucker down and called the police. Good. And the police instantly got there and apprehended that motherfucker. Mm. After taking um, Louis Garrido to mm-hmm. um, to the police station, when he was sitting in custody, yeah. mm-hmm. the police had no idea who this guy was. They didn't realize that was the guy they'd been. They thought it was for? just a creep down the street trying to rape a kid. Oh, they had no idea that was the most notorious. Colombian serial killer in the whole history and child rapist and yeah. child rapist that they were looking for. That's obviously, yeah. Like he's right under their nose. Totally. I mean, obviously, they didn't know that, but like, uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Totally. So after this, mm-hmm. the police officers are okay. So who is this guy? I need to do some work. I need to look into him. Right. Mm-hmm. After talking to this guy, they realize okay, your name is what? Luis Garavito. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. Few days ago, uh, you know, the police were actually putting someone on on the wanted list, mm-hmm. and his name is Luis Garrido. So they didn't put two and two together at first, and that's how they linked it. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, they they're <laughs> like, wow, your name is the same name as the guy we're looking for. Yeah, that's how they realized. Oh my god, this is our dude. This yeah. is the dude we're looking for. So during the interrogation, Garrido was really chill. He was yeah. really nonchalant about shit. You know, he was actually questioned about the local killings and his attempted rape charges. Yeah. And the police actually speculated, you know, the boy wouldn't, the boy wouldn't be, uh, would have been murdered. Yeah. Had nobody, like, stepped in. Like, the homeless guy. If the homeless guy didn't step in. Yeah. So, this, this boy would definitely be his next victim. So, at the beginning, Carvito denied all the murder speculations. Okay. Yet, at the end... The detailed description of his killing brought him into tears, and mm-hmm. he eventually confessed to his murders. He was crying about it. Yeah, so he the police to cry about the it. police officers actually described his, you know, his killing according yeah. to the journal, right? Uh-huh. And he, I don't know why he was crying. Like yeah. I don't, I don't really understand the logic. Like honestly, did he feel remorse? Maybe I don't, I don't really understand this dude's not logic. Like to be honest. All right. Turned out. I have an idea, but I'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, we can talk about it afterwards for sure. Turned out the three bodies previously discovered on Mm -hmm. the hill were just 
the tip of the iceberg. What? Mm-hmm. Carvito actually had confessed to the rape, torture, and murder mm-hmm. of a total of 138 boys <gasps> and teenagers. What? Yep. And he drew a map. Oh, my God. He, yeah. He drew a map for the police to locate the bodies of his dumping sites. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. His victims, according to the map he drew in prison, mm-hmm. could exceed 300. With this amount of killings, he was actually described by the local media as mm-hmm. the, the world's worst serial killer. He is definitely up there. Yeah. You know, just alongside oh. the infamous Herod Shipman. You know who that is, right? Okay, we can actually cover a case about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was a doctor, so he fucking yeah, killed yeah. so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can cover this guy. And also Pedro Lo- Lopez, you mm-hmm. know, those infamous killers. Yeah. So he's up there. Okay. Right? So we need to look at who he is because, as mentioned, you know, previously, we believe, you know, the upbringing of a person can actually affect this person's life a lot, right? A lot of Mm -hmm. the serial killers tend to have, you know, really, really rough upbringings. Yeah. So I feel like it is important for us to kind of look into Mm -hmm. their life, their childhood. Yeah. Oh, he might not have been like a true psychopath. Yeah. Like it might have been adopted from his surroundings. Might be nurtured. Which, yeah, which sucks. But at the same time, it can't excuse what your actions are totally mm. so this guy's name is Luis alfredo garvito cubillos he was born on january 25th 1957 in okay. the town of Genova, mm-hmm. where he committed the crime okay. so he's a local there's no specific reports about his mother yet mm-hmm. she was speculated by the community like all the yeah. people they knew um to be a long-term sex worker Oh, yeah. Okay. So during the time of working as a prostitute, mm-hmm. she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she was constantly getting brutally assaulted by Garvito's dad. God. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's very sad. It was very sad. Apparently, growing up, his dad was a very, very heavy alcoholic. Yeah. And he was super abusive. Mm-hmm. The dad would abuse the mother. Man, that's really And sad. also the siblings. Mm-hmm. And Lewis would oftentimes witness the whole thing. Yeah, it would be done in front of him. It was, it was just really, sad. really bad. Yeah. So Garvito actually grew up being abused by his dad as well. And around this time, he was also forced by his dad to watch his mom having sex no. with her clients. Oh, my God. Okay, that's yeah. really bad. It's really bad. That's yep. horrible. Yeah. The dad also allowed the mom's clients to abuse and molest Louis growing up. The dad would allow this to happen? Yeah. What a douche. Shit. Right? So under the influence of drugs and alcohol, the mom wouldn't yeah. even do anything. Even even yeah, she knows dumb. about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And also because the dad was such a horrifying person. Well, yeah. You know, the mom was probably scared probably of the dad as well. She couldn't herself. do anything, right? Yeah. So, Carvito eventually ran away from home and survived the Colombian streets. Well, he was a pretty tough kid, honestly. Yeah. Garvito was found by a pedophile at the age of eight after oh running away from his house. Yep. Shit. So, the man actually promised him a hot meal and mm-hmm. a place to rest. Imagine when you're running away from, from your home. Yeah. That's what you really, really want. You, you're yeah. always hungry. He's also seeing someone that's 
actually being kind to him. Yep. And is looking like he's going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's going to run into his arms, basically. Totally. So he was very, very vulnerable. Yeah. So He's eight years old. He was very vulnerable. However, instead of a hot meal and a warm place to sleep, mm. the man ended up taking him to an abandoned house and sexually assaulted him. Yep. I'm going to cry. Like, this is so freaking sad. I can only imagine how traumatizing this could be. You know, like, a few days later, Garavito joined a local rebellious gang just to protect himself. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have the sense of safety anymore. Yeah. Right? So the gang often robbed the local Colombian um, civilians for food, money, and cars in exchange for money. So Garavito started working as soon as he made enough money to survive the streets and traveling to different parts of the country to keep up with the job demands in Colombia. So he did lots of odd jobs. Basically, mm-hmm. whatever um, the society was requiring people to do, like they yeah. need whatever they need, he'll do it. Okay. You know, that's why he kind well, of did. That's kind of good in a way because he's adapting to his surroundings so well. Yeah, but honestly, he's a hard his worker. childhood, he had to do that, right? Yeah. So. Although he traveled frequently, yeah. he actually made a girlfriend named Teresa, which is the lady yeah. the police investigated. With the bag, right? Interrogated, yes, exactly. Okay. Where they retrieved the bag from, right? Okay. So his girlfriend had a small kid, and mm-hmm. she actually recalled Louis getting along very, very well with the kid. That's kind of suspicious. It's kind of a twist. Yeah. Right? Garavito was also known to his friend, like to his friends, to be kind, yet okay. easily angered. He has anger management yeah. issues. Okay. Just like me. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> okay. Along with this upbringing, the country was also going through a lot. So this is kind of the background of this whole crime. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Colombian Civil War. Yeah. So it's the infamous Colombian conflict. Um, started in 1964. It's been dragging for day de- uh, for decades. Yeah. It's still kind of uh, impacting the uh, economy much, yes. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, a lot of families were impoverished. Yes. Which led kids to be homeless, were yeah. abandoned, were were orphaned. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is still happening today with everything that's going yeah. on in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all over the news. Even now? Hell yeah. That's crazy. And the the, mm-hmm. the country doesn't want, like, the regime or whatever, whoever's in charge of the country, yep. doesn't want the rest of the world to know what's going on. So they've cut, like... They're kind of um, covering everything up. Like, communication and stuff is yeah. not allowed. It's kind of like what China China kind of did you yeah. know, in the old days. Just kind of, like, locked up the country. In so old days, no. It's like what they're doing with... Um, social media and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, stu- they're still doing it up to now in China and in Colombia. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. Wow. Anyway, so during this tough time, Garavito was also going through a transition. He was gradually transitioning himself from a victim mm-hmm. into a full-on predator. So he is a hunter now. Yeah. So Garavito's victims were clearly identified by their age. Mm-hmm. Sex and social status. So okay. Garavito oftentimes targeted boys between the age of six, uh, I mean, six, six to yeah, yeah. 16. Okay. Right? So these boys were either homeless, mm-hmm. farmers, or orphaned. Okay. He would approach those young boys either on the crowded streets or yeah. along in the country yard, like countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, and lure them away by bribing, bribing them with some yeah. small gifts, such as money. Wow. 
candy. So basically, he's doing what his perpetrator did. Yep. So he's like Shit. disguising himself as a businessman or some someone who's really, yeah. really... Uh, someone that can help them. Reliable. Yeah. Because those kids were going through a lot. It's yeah, just exactly time. like what the... Happened to him. What the pedal did to him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for so sure. So he's copying and pasting the same model mm-hmm. to lure kids to sexually abuse them. And also to prevent suspicion about his activities from developing... Garvito mm-hmm. was actually really smart. He would change his disguise often, either posing wow. as a priest or farmer or homeless man oh or God. street vendor. Lots of different characters he was pulling in to lure those kids. Oh, my God. Yep. Once he had the trust of a child, mm-hmm. Garavito would walk with the boy until they were tired and vulnerable. Like, he would, like, tire them out yeah. before doing anything. Which, you know, would make them easy to handle. Yeah. Right? Because they're tired. They can't yep. fight back. Exactly. First, their hands will be bound. Mm-hmm. Then Garvito will remove all of their clothes mm-hmm. and proceed to torture, rape, and sometimes decapitate them. Oh, my God. Yep. Usually, the boys would, you know, endure prolonged rape and torture by having their butt stabbed or having, like, <laughs> sharp objects stuck up their butthole. Like, sodomizing them with objects. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or, oftentimes, they'll have their testicles severed off. Oh, my God. And, okay. I yeah, can't. and placed into their own mouth. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. That's brutal. That's horrible. That's brutal. Oh, my God. And the bodies that the children were all found completely naked. Oh, my God. What bore bite marks mm-hmm. and signs of anal penetration yeah. on every single one of them. Yeah. And bottles of lubricants wow. were found near the bodies. Oftentimes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think he was hiding oh my God. when his place was actually vacant when the yeah. police knocked on the door. Yeah. This is why. He would literally leave stuff behind. All the time. Wow. Yeah. He just didn't give a shit. Yeah. He would like leave lubricants near the bodies along with some empty liquor bottles he drank from. Mm-hmm. Right? That's DNA on yeah. it. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Most corpses show signs of pro- like prolonged torture. Yeah. Beginning in 1992, boys between the age of six mm-hmm. all the way through 16 began mm-hmm. disappearing rap- rapidly from the streets of Columbia. For years, these murders had gone unnoticed because mm-hmm. many of those... Victims had no police report filed on their disappearances. Yeah. Because those are homeless anybody. kids. Yeah. Nobody would, like, care about them. Oh, my God. Clusters of bodies have begun popping up all over Colombia. So this guy actually travels to kill kids. Wow. Yet authorities didn't even take much notice until 1997. So all those years, they could have done something. Time. Yep. Oh, my God. But because no one's, like reporting it they have no idea it's going on in that amount I no mean. no no throughout the years they yeah. found bodies they had yeah. like you know naked kids bodies found here and there but like uh, like they didn't spreading just around together. the country like but however it's not all together so okay. with what's been going on you know a lot of yeah. kids were neglected so they're kind of just assuming okay it's okay so it's normal to have dead kids all, yeah. like found naked and sexually abused yeah they, but they didn't link together like the same ammo. Not at all until until 1997, where time. mass graves were discovered. So a large amount of missing children called for you know widespread investigation yeah, because of okay. those uh, mass graves. 
Yeah. As these killings were not confined to a specific area, which mm-hmm. also made it harder to link all the killings to the same killer. So okay. they didn't even yeah. know that was a serial killer. Like, that was the same person do, doing yeah. all of those. Up until February 1998, with the d- discovery of the three naked bodies of the kids on the hill. Yeah. They finally cracked open the case and found a tip, which traced them down, yeah. like which helped them to trace, you know, Lewis down. Yeah, because they met Teresa, right? Because they had the, her address on one of the weapons. Exactly. And at this point, you know, with the yeah. confession, you kind of think, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to rotten hell. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he has <laughs> to. It's going to take a plot twist from God. right here. So apparently for the Colombian uh, justice system, yeah, just his confession alone... Mm-hmm. was not enough to put him in jail. What do you mean it's not enough? In Canada... invest Oh, yeah. It. In Canada, if you have the confession, you can just, like, fuck, lock them up for life. No, no, but not only that, you do have to have proof that they did it. Yeah. But if there's certain details that nobody else could possibly know... Yeah. Like... Straight up, they're gonna send you to jail. He freaking drew a map to yeah. help police and locate they found the, bodies. the bodies. Right? But also, DNA didn't... They have DNA. Yeah, we're going to get into it. So just the confession itself solely is not enough to lock him up. Okay. So the justice system, like the court, was actually requiring more evidence, like some solid evidence from the police officers. So they started digging. Mm -hmm. First of all, as you mentioned, DNA. They found DNAs from the victims Uh because he he was already in custody. Yeah. So they collected his DNA sample. Yeah. Which matched... Exactly, mm-hmm. the DNA samples taken from the victims' bodies. Okay, that's the first thing. Yeah, and the second thing was mm-hmm. really interesting. I would say, yeah, this is some serious work mm-hmm. from the police. Good job on that. Yeah. Um. So, upon one of those mass grave sites we were yeah. talking about, they found a pair of glasses. However, those glasses are really, really special. Yeah. They're not just regular, you know, like nearsighted mm-hmm. glasses. Okay. Those are for us, you know, astigmatism. For, yes, those okay. are for a certain type of age. Of mm-hmm. people to have a certain type of um, eyesight, uh, eyesight, yeah, yeah, to wear those glasses. So, like, they weren't just regular, like near f- nearsighted or farsighted. They were no. like specialty. They're specialty glasses okay, okay. for I certain eye diseases, right? Okay. So to I have that, uh, when he was in custody, the yeah. police officers, uh, good job on that. Mm-hmm. They kind of required the whole, um, the whole prison, every single inmate, to have an eye exam to yeah. make it kind of normal, you yeah. know. Uh, which well, it's, a pol- it's a part of the healthcare system in jails. Yeah. You have to know. So which yeah. doesn't make him, you know, feel suspicious about stuff. Yeah. So he could like hide stuff from him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, after getting the results, the police officers mm-hmm. are, yeah, this is our dude. Because oh, he man. has exactly the same disease that requires this, these, glasses. these glasses. Okay. And those are his glasses. With Good. those two pieces of evidence, yeah. they were finally able to deem him to be the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Just when you think this is the end of it, mm-hmm. the court actually tried him yeah. for 172 cases of murders, like 172 That's counts how many of murders. They found, yeah, more than that actually. Shit. However, they only have evidence for like 172 of them. Like, remember yeah. we're talking about like over 300 bodies yeah, found. It's probably too decomposed for them to find DNA. Exactly. Like hard and the bodies were found throughout Colombia, not just in one yeah. province. Like they. Everywhere, like, spread out throughout the country, right? So, he was found guilty on 138 counts of those murders. Yeah. And he was sentenced to guess how many years? Wild guess. I would say for life. 
Yeah, but like, give, give me a year number. 25 to life. Nope. 1,853 years and nine days in prison. That was his oh, original sentence. Oh, my God. Well, he's not. Obviously, he's dying. Do you jail. like it? Yeah. Fucking fantastic, yeah, fantastic, right? Oh, my God. He thank God. He rot in jail. And that was literally the lengthiest sentence in Colombian history. Yeah. Well, uh, I, yeah. 1,800 years? <laughs> like, holy shit. Are you happy right now? Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, he killed a lot of kids, dude. Now I'm just about to... Make you really, really mad. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw that look on your face. I'm like, I know you're going to ruin it. Yep. Well, not you, but like the story. Colombian law, unfortunately, limits imprisonment to yeah. a maximum of 40 years. That's to, that's a maximum each person can serve, no matter what kind of crime you commit. Mm-hmm. You can only stay in prison for 40 years. So basically, the 1800 years was fucking bullshit. You can give, like, I can give you fucking 2000 years, and the maximum you can serve in the prison is 40. 40. Shit. So he only needed to. 40 years for over almost like 300 murders. He's getting 40 years. Yeah. Even though he was only charged for 138. That's 138 fucking kids, man. That's getting. No justice, no. in my opinion. Wait, so he was, what, sentenced in the 90s, right? Yeah. That means he's going to get out in about, like, what, 15 years? He's yeah. He's going to be out of jail? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, well, I'm... That's not the end of it. Oh, my God. Okay, continue. Continue. <laughs> continue. I, I love seeing you oh getting so frustrated. God, this is aggravating. It is. Yeah. It is hundred percent. Like it's literally like eighteen hundred fucking years just shaved off to forty. And guess what? <laughs> That's not the end of it. They decided to further shape down his freaking sentence to twenty-two years. Why? Because he was so nice. He drew he was so cooperative. What the hell? He drew a map to help the, the, the cops oh my God. locate the bodies. If you're hearing the sound, that's, that's him. me knocking my head against the tape. Yeah. I'm so fucking frustrated. He got 22 years. 22 so years. He's out of jail. The sheer what the fuckness. Oh my God. And he's currently serving in a maximum security jail, you know, in Colombia. Whatever. He's still like, he's getting out. And he, oh my God. I wouldn't be surprised if, what, in the next year or two, he's gonna be out. This really frustrated me because. Who the fuck cares about his fucking safety? I'd rather he gets killed in there. The police, like, okay, the prison had to keep him separately from the gem pop. Because obviously he can't even last for a freaking day because his bitch ass can't even last for a whole freaking day in a gem pop. Because guess what? He's on the bottom of the hierarchy. The inmates will freaking kill him. Kill him because it's atrocious what he did. Like even gangsters like all over the world. They they will kill him. They have a code. They don't touch like children. Yeah. And they don't touch like women. women. Yeah. That's what an actual gangster does. If you do that shit and you just hurt women and children, you're a bitch. I don't think of you as a gangster. You're just a little fucking piece of shit. You're an asshole. You're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like you can't even square up to somebody your own size, so you pick on someone vulnerable. Yeah. Like that's a little bitch move. You it is I mean? a little bitch move. And if he gets beat up in jail, he fully deserves it. Yeah. He fully deserves it. But he never and got beaten up. Cooperative. They're letting him off early. Not even forty goddamn years. Twenty two years. And this guy is currently sitting in jail right now. Yeah. He's getting out in twenty twenty three. 
Not a parole. He's getting released in 2023. He's not going to be safe when he comes out. (sighs) You bet your ass he's not going to be safe. Side note, side note, side note, side note. That's kind of similar to a situation. You know the lady that killed Selena? Yeah. She's getting out of jail. Fuck that bitch. He's, she's going to get jumped. Everybody's mad. Like, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. Like, everybody's pissed <sighs> that she's getting out. Ooh. But that's like, obviously, like, she killed Selena. That was really, really fucking bad. But this guy killed over 300 fucking kids. Yep. And he got 20 years. 22. Does not, I'm not counting the two, okay? Fuck him. He got 20 <laughs> goddamn years. Yeah. And some change. No, he deserves to get the death sentence. I'm sorry. Just like he you and me. He deserves to get, like, tortured. And that's what I think. Not that's, even okay. killed, tortured. That's my opinion. I believe that people that do very, very bad crimes like this, that go to jail, they don't deserve the death sentence. Because the death sentence means, like, you get peace afterwards. Like, you're dead. You have no, like, there's nowhere to go. You don't deserve peace. You don't deserve fucking death. You deserve torture. For the shit you've done. for that type of crime. Yo, he deserves to have the same shit done to him, what he did to his victims. Yeah, totally. And then they should leave him to heal and then do it all over again. Yeah. Like, that's how I would be. So that's our computer, computer. sorry. (laughs) No, but like, seriously, like, I don't believe in the death sentence. I believe in torture. Me too. 100%. I I think we talked about this before. So We we were planning to do a just... A thorough episode to explain the different tortures from different countries from different times. Yeah, we'll get into that in one of my Eventually. cases. Don't worry, Eventually. Don't worry, I got one for you. Yes. Um, but yeah. But this case, man. Yeah. That's, so, there's no justice for all these kids. There's that, absolutely that no justice. That site, all those bodies, all those kids that has to endure whatever the fuck he gave them, like the, the abuse... Yeah. They're getting no justice. They're getting absolutely no justice. Like, who gives a shit if he was nice? He wasn't nice to those kids, was he? he when he so killed far them? As to tap into his inner, like, Scooby Doo and use a fucking, like, disguise every single time. Yeah. And you know also, I mean? the thing is, though, like, he, he he's okay, he's not just a serial murderer. Apart from those murders, he mm-hmm. also raped a shit ton of kids. Like, he, those yeah. were not even, like, and he tortured them. He tortured and raped a lot of kids. That's kids not even... don't even know what the fuck sex is yeah. at all. Those kids were not even considered out of those people, out of no. this count. Nope. This count doesn't counting those kids. Nope. This is what I'm telling you. So just like you and me, like, we're very frustrated. Yeah. Same as the Colombian society. And most of the people are fucking oh, infuriated. Sure. And probably like, he, why is he getting out? Exactly. Then they're protesting. They're like, yeah, this guy deserves death sentence. Yeah. At least life, right? Mm-hmm. He deserves fucking life imprisonment. He deserves no parole. Or However, neither exist in Colombia justice system. It's not a thing. There's no death sentence, mm-hmm. nor life. That's bullshit. That's not a sh- Oh my God, that's not a that's thing. bullshit. What they did, actually, because of him, the justice system improved a little bit, progressed uh-huh. a little bit. They raised the maximum of serving yeah. from 40 years to 60 years. What a freaking improvement. Great. Good job out there, guys. Perfect. Okay, so say somebody is really young when they commit a heinous crime and they get 60 years. Max. They're living the rest of their lives, like, fine. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's such bullshit. I hate this case. (sighs) I hate it. 100%. Me too. 
So what do you think about like, oh, well, because obviously he had a really, really rough upbringing. Like, I'm not saying, you know. You learn from your trauma. That's how you're you supposed to do. And hurt others. Exactly. That's one thing I fucking hate with like a lot of serial killers is if they're not true, like psychopaths, like people that had a good upbringing and just they have... I guess uh, not an affinity, but they they like gory things and like hurting people. Like by Bi- uh, Byron. Yeah, like I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about um, the people that learned it. Yeah, they learned to be abusive. Like, yeah, he saw a lot of shit in his childhood. Should you have gone and done it to other little kids? You knew what the trauma was. You knew how hurt you were when it happened to you. When your own parents did it to you. Because his mom was neglectful. Even though she didn't do it to him. She did have a hand in it. She was responsible for that. And then the dad that, was an alcoholic. Know. And that. Who abused him. And his siblings. Yeah. But you don't see like. The crimes that he committed, his siblings didn't freaking do it, did they? Exactly. So what like, the fuck is your problem? You're not, like, you can't really use that excuse to be, okay, you I can't. was abused. I was freaking sexually assaulted when I was so a kid. So were your siblings. So were your siblings. They tried to get past it. Or, like, honestly, like, as a normal person, like, my my logic would be, like, yeah. if I go through trauma like this, I don't mm-hmm. want the same thing to happen to others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is why I was kind of talking to you about this. there's some people that yeah. literally would be, like, I had my world go down in flames. I'll watch the rest of the world burn. Like, that's how some people's mentality yeah. is. And it's just sickening. It's, yeah, I guess. Like, why you got to bring everybody else down? Like, it's you kind should of a, try to improve yeah. it from happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, to prevent that from to happening, prevent it right? From happening. It's exactly. kind of like a really sick and twisted uh, mentality where people, you know, they kind of think, okay, this happened to me. Maybe now it's my turn. It's my turn. To, to switch my role people. to that role. So now like, I'm the abuser. I was hurt. You're going to be hurt. So that's I. Sickening fucking mentality. Yeah, they kind of think it's it's a natural oh, thing to do. I'm done talking about it. I'm to done. kind of impose the same shit they endured as a kid and yeah. kind of do it to the same like to the to other people. Like what to the fuck? Kids. It makes no sense. Man, this is so fucking frustrating. Are you I'm mad? sorry. I'm furious. I you know we cussed a bit. We cussed a lot. <laughs> Quite a bit. It was necessary. This is a really bad case. Can you imagine really when I was bad. doing the research, like, how pissed oh, I was? Shit. Like, yeah. the fuck? Like, seriously, just the This what? is heartbreaking. Like, I feel like crying. It's so bad. I got tears in my eyes right now. You can yeah. see that. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Fucking shit. Like, oh, God. This you episode, do this kind dude. of shit. Like, who the fuck Sick are and you? twisted. And he just threw their bodies on the side like trash. That's yeah. what really gets me angry. If it was actually remorseful, and I don't even give a shit that he cried in the police. Um, yeah, in the custody, right? In custody. Yeah. He cried. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, string him up. I was, you know what? I was kind of thinking about this because, you know, we mentioned that detail, right? Yeah. I, I was, was being kind of trying to, you know, get into his head, trying yeah. to understand why the fuck are you getting teary, like, over this, Remember, over the also, crime you've committed. He's also a gangster, though. So think about it. He's going to try to weasel his way to get less years. That's what he's trying to do. So, like, yeah. it's not sincere he was tears. He behavior, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to no. do whatever he can. Remember, he's adapting. True, true. So not only is he going to cry and act like, yeah, I'm so sorry. He's manipulating the police force. And he's so, making them out to be fools because now they lowered his his stupid fucking sentence. So he's going to get out scot-free. 
Yep. He's going to just do um, it again. I so think he, I firmly believe. Here's a side story, actually, before we end the story. Um, yeah. When he, well, he's still in jail right now. But back in 2006, he actually did a TV interview with the, with the talk show. Okay. And apparently, according to the host of the show, yeah, he's a really nice person now. And yeah, hear me out. Okay. He's a really nice person now. Mm-hmm. And he's really remorseful for whatever he had done. Okay. And whatever he plans to do. Do you know what he plans to do after he gets out of jail? Uh, try not to get killed by the society? Mm, nope. He wants to start a charity for it to help those kids out. The kids who have oh been sexually God. assaulted. The, the sheer irony of this whole thing. Like, Bullshit. you fucking Bullshit. killed th- that many kids. And now, oh, now you want to be a freaking saint? Now you want to uh, be a nice he person? A he chose to murder and rape and torture children. Guess what? In my eyes, and like, in my mind, I mean, like... He's evil. I yeah, don't care. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't, I don't believe He's in that shit. Them. I don't believe in that. And shit. that charity might be his gateway to get more victims. Probably. Like he's probably hunting. You know. That, and also for me, right? Yeah. You, now you want to be a. Now you want to be a nice person. Now you want to be a good person. You, now you want to help those kids out. No. Guess what? Three hundred murders too late. Basically. Yeah. Think about this before you killed those kids. Well, you never thought about it. Yeah. Now it's too late. You don't have bullshit. a chance. Bullshit. Bullshit. All right. <sighs> this is the end of this story. Yeah, this is the end. We we can't talk anymore. It's just it's just gonna be swear words. Guys. I'm like freaking stumbling over point. my words. I can't freaking talk when I was yeah. telling the story because I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, guys, we hope you. I mean, in quote unquote, enjoyed, enjoyed it. But oh god. I know it's this one was a doozy. And we're sorry about all the cussing and everything, but this one was really messed up. And honestly, I feel like, you know what? Because we've done some episodes, like a few episodes, you know, that's kit related. Yeah. And it actually took, it, this one it took a toll out of me. Like It takes a lot We should us, stop yeah. doing this for a while. Like, literally, I can't handle this anymore. It's crazy. So uh, next week, we're going to bring out uh, some more interesting murders. Yeah. You know, that's not related we'll to, to kids. We're to weird, obviously, like, you know. Yeah, because I feel like every week we talk about, you know, the murders that we talk about are yeah. really heavy. Which one is yeah. not heavy, right? Yeah, because the murders, obviously. But, but the kids ones just really hit hard, you yeah. know, like, to that spot. Like, you, you're like, fuck it. I'm, like, clenching my yeah. fist right now. Like, oh, I can't. I just can't get past my emotions. Like, it's yeah. so no, crazy. It. Yeah. <sighs> God. It's frustrating. Totally. Anyway. We hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah. If you have any case suggestions that mm-hmm. you wanna uh, you want us to cover, let us know. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. What's the handle? Gruesome Bacon Pod. Or you can email us at Gruesome Bacon Pod at, at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, I just want to say one more thing before we go. If you're someone who has unfortunately gone through trauma, and you know how it feels. To be in that situation, do not let it trickle down to other people. Try to be the person that stops it from happening. Take the higher road. You're not helping Uh, yourself by causing more trauma. Exactly. You're literally hurting yourself and others around you unnecessarily, and you shouldn't do it. Exactly. And if you need to, you should get help. You should get therapy. Like a psychiatrist or like a... yeah, go for therapy. Go for yeah, therapy. That's gonna help a lot. There's nothing wrong with it, and if you really need it, you should you should talk to somebody. Yeah, please. You know, please. This we Try we don't want to prevent wanna situations see this like this from crazy. happening. 
All yeah. right, guys. All right. Until the next time. See ya. Stay safe, guys. Stay safe. Yes. Bye. Bye.